This podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Nexus Recruitment Group, official Bristol City Football Club short sponsors. There is a company or brand within the group that can assist all recruitment needs across any industry to suit any budget. Head over to nexus-resources.k.uk for more information. Welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, the bonus show. City's first away win since October and the first clean sheet since December the 4th. Andy Vyman, what a legend. What a season for him. 17 goals and eight assists in the, in 37 championship starts. Um, and a goal today from right wing back. Uh, Lee's three words were smash, shank, grab. Um, and that pretty much accurately sums it up. And t- today's podcast is an international affair you've got uh, you've got me in england you've got dean allen in south africa and you've got matt withers sat in laguardia airport in new york um this is it's gone it's gone global um matt how are you sir i saw you running up the steps in philadelphia yesterday yeah brilliant um an amazing experience lifetime ambition achieved um, and now, yeah, sat in LaGuardia Airport waiting for a connecting flight to Chicago. Yeah, so you managed to keep in touch with the game um, today. And Dean, out in yep. South Africa, um, how is being a new father treating you? And how is being a married man treating you? Tell you what, chaps, life has changed for me since we last spoke, didn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, two weeks today. Two weeks today. I've been married two weeks. It's, uh, yeah, going okay. Going okay. And, uh, yeah, the little one, she's smashing. She's five months old. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I had a good, like some of my friends said, I had a good innings. 50 not out. I, it's time to raise the bat and uh, accept, uh, you know, these responsibilities come to us all. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to see you both again. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, right, let's go through the starting lineup then. So, Bentley, Jada Silva, Atkinson, Closer, Cundy, Vyman, and then Williams, Scott and James, and Martin and Semenyo. Question mark um, or two over that starting lineup. Um, for me, it was around Pring not being in the starting lineup on on left wing back and maybe shifting Jada Silva across to the right. But also Andy Vyman um, in at right wing back. Matt, you're, uh, you're you made your thoughts clear on that at the start. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> all right, I might look a bit stupid now, but to to play your top goal scorer striker at right wing back, um, I get about doing a job for the team, and obviously he's done that today, but. Um, it's not a move that I would have made. But then maybe that's why I'm sat in the Guardia Airport and not he would park on the bench. So, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. it was a strange one, wasn't it? I'm not, you know, everyone in hindsight can look really clever thinking it was a brilliant move. I don't know how many people genuinely, at the no. time when they saw it, thought it was a, it was the right move to make. No, absolutely. I mean, you, it was one of those ones where you want Scott in the team. You, you want James and Williams... Uh, to be in there as well, Dean. And it's we've seen Alex Scott play um, on the right wing back role before and do okay. So that was in my head what was going to happen. Or as I said, Jada Silva out there and 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 campering um, on the left wing back. How did you see that starting lineup without hindsight? No, without hindsight, um, I was I was shocked. I mean, I think Chris Martin's going to be worried. He's going to be playing at right back next week. <laughs> I mean, we seem to, we we seem to be you know it seems to be the you know the job of the forwards to go and fit in there. And the irony, of course, J- Jada Silva's looking looking you know like a worldy left back at the moment because we're comparing him to to somebody at right back who doesn't normally play there. I mean, we all all. Um, had our comments on Sam Bell last week and I thought that was rather unfortunate. Look, Vyman is the consummate professional. Um, he did a job today, but not only not only you uh, fitting someone in from up front, but you're taking our top scorer. But ironically, of course, he gets the winner, but that's <laughs> without the benefit of hindsight. Um, we'll go on to the game, but yeah, it was a, it was a weak spot today. I was I was pleased to see I was pleased to see Cundy come in and get his first start. We'll talk about that now, but it just seems so strange. In the week that we've got rid of um, Danny Simpson, and for all his problems and whatever, we have not got cover there, and we're using forwards to play it right back. It's it's the most strange thing at the moment. What's quite strange as well is that when Nigel Pearson was asked about Danny Simpson and the problem right back position. He then proceeded to say that, yeah, it would be nice to get a right back in the summer, but he wants dominant centre-halves. They're the priority. And you kind of get that, but you also think, 
you're, you're playing centre forwards as a right wing back. Surely to Christ, that shows you how important it is to get that position yeah. filled. But yeah. yeah, I think they definitely need another right back. Obviously, we've got George Tanner who's on the grass now and uh, yeah. maybe back soon. But yeah, definitely need cover. It's it's absolutely true. Um, okay, let's get into the minutes then. So on the second minute, a breakaway from Semenyo drives forward using both feet and shoots across the keeper, left-footed but wide of the target. Uh, and Matt, it's, it was great to see us getting forward so soon. Um, but yeah, Semenyo chose to go across the keeper rather than hit the near post, which is probably been a bit more of his uh, where he's got a bit more joy this season yeah when you look at the, the, the Fulham goal in particular um, and what was the other one where he did the same thing at the near post um, they, they talk often don't they, about going across the keeper I don't think he caught it as sweetly as he, he would normally um, obviously we, we didn't have anybody running in the back post which other sides always seem to do when we get miss it shots against us but good 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 turn, good showed, showed a good piece of pace. Um, and yeah, just a little bit unlucky, but you're right. It, it wasn't the cleanest of shots. And, and if he'd gone near post, he's had that success. So, yeah. Yeah. Dean, fourth minute, Williams driving forward this time. Great, gains some great yardage. He feeds Semenyo out wide, who can't get down the byline like he likes to, it's like on the goal line. So he cuts back in and loses the ball. He definitely favours getting to the touchline, doesn't he? Oh yeah, no, without a doubt. I thought actually going back to that first chance, uh, I think he did. He did try and hit the hit the far post. But if you notice, Andy Vyman was actually steaming in and trying to get there. It was that kind of uh, um, corridor of uncertainty, as they as they call it. Um, mm. But I'd rather see Semenya go across. You know, at any level of football, they say go across the goalie. No, he seems he seems to favour that. I don't know today. There was something about Semenya. He looked. He looked hot and cold. He looked like he te- could terrorise him, but a couple of times he made the wrong decision. Um, and again, there I, I thought I thought perhaps he did make the wrong decision. And um, but uh, we'll go on to it. I thought I thought our starlets, our, our so-called superstars, that we're all worried about keep, keeping, none of them particularly played well today. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought in the first few minutes, I thought Semenya was opening them up, and I thought, hang on, we could have a, we could have one of our good away days here. Yeah. 10th minute, two consecutive corners for Bristol City. The first one, Alex Scott doesn't clear the first defender. And the second, in from Jada Silva, is too high, um, doesn't find a City man. Matt, how many times have we said on the podcast about delivery from set pieces? And, uh, you know, I sort of jokingly said to a friend during the game on WhatsApp, I'm confident as a 40-year-old unfit, I could get a, a ball into the into the right position. I don't understand it. It's an obvious thing that they must work on. Alex Scott, um, I think from a, a free kick point of view, his delivery has, has been okay. I don't think he's at many, if any, decent corners. Now, Matty James was in the team. When Matty James was was starting going back four or five months, some of his corners were excellent. Um, so that I don't get. And Jay De Silva, every one of Jay De Silva's bad corners are overhit. So again, you're sort of thinking, well, you must... As a professional, do you not look at what you've done during a game and then think the next day, I'm going to practice that and I'm going to get them going under the bar? And, and I don't get it. It seems to be one of the most easy things because a corner spot doesn't move, where the underneath the bar doesn't move, why we can't do it. I, I thought some of what I watched today from set pieces was atrocious. It's, it's muscle memory, Dean, isn't it? You, you know exactly what whip, what power you need to get it on to hit a certain spot. You know, and I didn't play any sort of level compared to these boys. I'd have thought it would be hit that spot quite straightforward. Yeah, no, certainly the uh, d- delivery today was poor. But the other thing I've noticed for us, we don't te- seem to change things during the game. Have you noticed? So if Scott's having, I mean, we all have a bad day. We all, you know, you you feel like you're not connecting with the ball very well. I mean, someone step in and say, let me take over. It's almost like... I don't know whether Pearson gives them that um, ownership of the game, but does someone need to step in and say, listen, I'll, let me have the next couple. Let's see how they, they go. Especially Matty James, an experienced exactly. player like that. Exactly. It's, and whether whether Pearson just says, stick with the one guy and let him play through it. But no, I'd rather see somebody step in and try and mix it up a bit. And we, we seem to do that. Is that another consequence of, of your captain being in goal? And mm. if, if, you know, if your captain was out on the pitch... He'd be saying, Alex, let, let Matty have this one now. You know, mm. give it a... It's variation, isn't it? You, it yeah. becomes easy to defend. And it's not even as if we vary our corner kicks. No. 
Alex Scott tends to go near post. Jada Silva tends to be back post. I guess, yeah. When we did vary at Ashton Gate, I think it was the last game, um, it was a short corner that led to the goal, wasn't it? Alex Scott nipping him around the back. So, yeah, something in that. Um, 13th minute, a corner for Blackburn, and it's uh, a perfect example of how to take a corner, how to attack a corner, and how not to defend a corner. It was a free header and a great reflex save from Dan Bentley, Dean. And... Uh, that's exactly how a corner should be should be taken and where it where it should be um you know connected with. Yeah, it was perfect, wasn't it? It was right on the edge of the six yard box, central. I mean, it it obviously helped them that Rob Axon got sucked under the flight of the ball and left his marker. But in all fairness, the lad should have scored. I mean, I thought it actually went wider down Bentley. It was a great reflex save, but you'd expect him to put any any you know distance either side. But like you said, I mean, that was the irony. I mean, they put it in, put it in a danger area. But if you think about how where we put our where we put a lot of our crosses, we're had heading back or trying to cut back from acute angles because they're over hit or under hit. Mm. So there you put it in the danger area in front of the goal and anything can happen. And that just shows you. And uh yeah, that was the first of the first of a few saves where 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 our captain helped us out today. That's for sure. Yeah, and with yeah. with Robbie Cundy obviously in the team now as well at six foot five, six foot six, whatever he is, you know, he's been compared by Brian Tinian to Aidan Flint. I know it's his first game today, and congratulations on on that first game, that that uh, that full league debut. But there's a target there, isn't there? Without a doubt. I mean, look at the height we've got at the back; those three lads in the centre. And uh, yeah, and no, I, I bet the bet the black firm. I think it was a black um, burn centre half, wasn't it? Um, he just couldn't believe his luck. And as I said, he, either side of Dan Bentley wouldn't have had a chance, but thankfully he kept us in the game because going down again, 13 minutes, their first real attack. That game would have turned out a lot differently, I'm sure. Their centre-half is completely unmarked in our six-yard box. I, I don't know I don't know whether we do zonal, I'm assuming so, and it wasn't man-marking because no one... I just don't get how that can happen. It just seems so... When I watched it, I was thinking, what have they given a free kick or something here? Because how is he that unmarked and that free? And it was a poor header. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and on that as well, no one on either post... Again, again, that's that's down to tactics. Um, yeah. 22nd minute, great battling from Vyman and well persevered from Semenyo. He wins the ball on the right, whips a quick cross in, and unfortunately, Chris Martin just doesn't get there. So uh, it was just an example of of Semenyo's you know, dogged determination to, to win that ball back and, and Andy Vyman doing his role as a right wing back. Um 25th minute, it's a ninth yellow card of the season, Matt, for Alex Scott, our most booked player. It was a it was a, a lunging tackle, probably a little bit, you know, was it really a yellow card? But but it's part of his game, I think, isn't it? It is. And I mean, something's got to be a, a little bit careful of because um, when you're playing in, in the midfield, you, you are going to miss time challenges. And when it's early like that, you do worry a little bit. But I wouldn't want to take that spikiness out of him. Um, mm. it's good that he puts his foot in um, and he lets the opposition know I, I thought it was a bit of a harsh booking if I'm honest with you um, you know it's a first sort of poor challenge but yeah it's um, just when he needs to be aware of. I'm not sure when the 10 booking rule comes into effect that it doesn't then matter for the rest of the season it must mm. be pretty close with sort of 10 games to go so yeah 34th minute a nice cross in from Jada Silva the first of a fair few to Chris Martin who's uh, who cushions a header back to Semenyo and you think, here we go, straight in. But um, he scuffs his line, sort of volleying it into the floor, Dean. Yeah, and that was a great move, wasn't it? I mean, that was that's what Chris Martin does. I mean, he's got that intelligence to peel off and set somebody up like that. And uh, no, I was like, uh, I think Brian Tinian said he was out of his seat. We all thought we were on, on Robin's TV, TV watching it. No, he just didn't connect with it. Um, probably a couple of games ago, that would have flew in the top corner. But it was nice to see he was linking up with, with Chris Martin. And I just felt at that stage, we were... We were you know, we, we we were opening them up a bit. We looked like we, you know, we weren't dominating midfield, but we had space in midfield and we were creating stuff. And with some menu on the pitch, you've always got, you know, always got the legs to pull them about. But uh, no, I thought that it was a shame. It would have been a beauty, wouldn't it? That it connected. Absolutely. And it was great to see the, a decent cross, first of all, from Jada Silva. And Chris Martin could have chose to head goalwards for that also, but he chose to, um, you know, selfishly set up unselfish, I should say, set up Semenyo for a, for a chance. 
he seemed to be fur- yeah. he seemed to be further out than we first thought. Um, it was it was wider the goal. He'd have had to put it back across the goal. It would have had to you know get some power on it or loop mm-hmm. it over. So I think he chose the the right option. And as I said, Antoine was in space, and uh, yeah, you'd uh, at least. Uh, Back him to connect, but he didn't. <laughs> We've all done that. Hit it into the ground. He looked a bit of a wally, but uh, no, at least he was in the right spot. A lot of Chris Martin's goals over the years and for City have been from decent crosses. Um, yeah. And, you know, we haven't seen a lot of that this season. Just imagine if Eliasson was pinging him in for Chris Martin. I think he would be the one on plus 10 goals. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing with Chris Martin. And he gets a lot of flack. Um He's, he's still scored a decent amount this season, but the service that he's had where he can attack the ball like that is just been few and far between. You know, there's nothing you can really say. The silver I thought today was, he's been, again, another really good performance from him. But yeah, you're right. I mean, we're, we, we've all grown up watching wing play um, and crosses into the box and the forwards being able to attack it. And we just aren't that side at the minute, are we? Which is a bit, a bit of a shame, really. Yeah, 44th minute, a free kick from deep from Scott isn't good enough and finds the Blackburn keeper. And Darren Barnard, just going back to what we just said there, Darren Barnard tweeted earlier, he must have been watching one of the early games, the art of crossing is disappearing. Um, To which I replied with a a, a gif of him crossing the ball and Tinian heading it in. Um, Halftime summary from Rob, fairly even game, but a few let-offs that could have ended up worse. Glad to see a proper midfield three, more protection to the back line, but Scott walking a disciplinary tightrope, which could see Han Noah introduced to prevent a possible red card. Not ideal. Vyman at right back could always introduce Pring at left wing back, switch day to Silva, and then play two up top. Given our habit of conceding two a game, I think that offers us a bit more solidity. Nil-nil at halftime is an improvement in itself, though. And we had a bit of a, um, an add-on to that from Mark, Mark Powell. Poor first half. Biggest question has to be, how the hell are Blackburn fourth? The second question for me is, why do we panic so much when we have the ball? They all pass as if they're Clive Dunn from Dad's Army and just keep giving it away. Third question, do we practice dead ball situations, either in attack or defence? Uh, Dean, do you want to take question one? How are Blackburn fourth? I think that's Brereton Diaz being injured, isn't it? No, no, it just shows you it just shows you the championship for you. I mean, their stats are incredible. I mean, they can't hardly score a goal. I mean, they're struggling at the moment. They're still up in fourth. And that just makes it even more annoying, the fact that, you know, given a bit of a run, we could even be up there, you know. Mm. Um, they are, you can see, they play good football. They're, they're, they're pretty compact. But, um, yeah, the lad, they're missing that lad up front. I mean, he caused us all kinds of problems, didn't he, earlier in the season. And uh, But that's that's their own fault. If you're relying on one goal scorer and, and you, you you know, you haven't got a backup plan. Yeah. But I, I thought going into the second half, we'll come on to that now, for the first 20 minutes, they, they're all over us. And I thought, yeah, I can see it. I can see the quality now. That that cadre out on the left, I mean, Kundi had a good game against him, but he was he was handy. Mm. Um, and I, th- I thought I thought they were they were going to open us up at any minute, but um, yeah, no, they're struggling to score goals. It's clear, Matt. It's a good point. Why do we panic so much when we have the ball? Um, maybe it's a, a combination of the recent run of results, the fact that they they all spoke about it in the week and had frank open discussions. Um, it's bound to come into it, isn't it? It's, it's bound to affect your play unless again you've got experienced people, and that's where you need that experience. Talking to your young lads and letting them know, you know, you've got time, don't panic, um, Mr. Mannering. But I mean, Black, Blackburn are there because they, they've had a, a good season so far. They've had a bit of a dip, like you said, Patch, because of Diaz being out, um, but they've kept up there. But um, I thought that that Kadja, he was brilliant at the home game, wasn't he? He was electric, caused us all sorts of problems. And you look at that and you think, there's another player there, you know, how are these clubs able to find these? type of talent and we're not we're relying on just our youth kids coming through yeah um but yeah i thought like dean said they they really started the second half very very well and you thought oh it's just a matter of time didn't you and question three we must practice dead ball situations um either in either attack or defense um but yeah we don't we don't know the answer to that question um 51st minute, Antoine Semenya with a long throw. Uh Dean, we've seen Kalas, we've seen Viner, but I don't think we've seen one from Semenya. Oh, that's wonderful. So that's our centre forward taking the throws into the box where he should be. We've got this thing about playing centre forwards where they shouldn't be in our team. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was just, I couldn't believe it. I mean, who, who comes up with that in training? 
I mean, the lad's got to be in the box to, to feed off of any kind of uh, throw-in. So, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the throw-in, but I think we talked about this. I know Matt isn't as well. I mean, we we haven't we haven't we scored what two goals off of the throw-in in, indirectly, directly. Yeah. Um, but to yeah, to replace Callas with our main striker taking it, it just it must be it must come from the training ground. I mean, the lads wouldn't make that decision. So that's it's bizarre to me. Yeah. 55th minute, end-to-end stuff. A chance for Williams to get forward is cut out. And then the ball is straight down the other end for a chance for Blackburn, which was cut out well from Bentley. And the game really started to open up, uh, Dean, at that point, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And no, it was end-to-end. I thought, whoever got that first goal, it's a cliche, but certainly I just didn't fancy us if we'd have gone behind. I thought, just hang in there. Um, we, we we always look capable. We look capable. I and mean, then we'll go on to Anton coming off and Naki Wells coming on in a minute, I'm sure. But uh, I thought that was a good that was a good move. It just needed something. I just say it was a shame that he took took off Antoine. It wasn't his best game, but he did look capable. He looked sharper again today, I thought. But yeah, no, they they uh, they they they're a handy side and they started to pull us about in midfield as well. And um, you know, I think at that stage, um, Williams, Williams, and um, Matty James were, were 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 blowing a bit. That's for sure. The first sub map on the fifty-six minute was Scott off and Masengo on, and you don't often see a change on the fifty-six minute. Um, but yeah, Scott, his dead balls we've commented on already. Um, that he was he was still in the game, but yeah, it wasn't happening for it. Was it? Tins said on the commentary that it it wasn't his, his sort of best of games, and you, you forget just how young he is, where he's come from, um, you know, playing at this level. So I, I thought it was the it was the right substitution to make. Um, he's on a booking as well. And like Dean said, in a, in a tight game where the first goal is, is then going to be so crucial, you don't want to run any risks, do you? And, and you know, Han Noah's a, we know how good a, a player he can be. So yeah, I, I thought it was the right decision by Nigel Pearson there. 60th minute, good decision from Dan Bentley to come out and punch the ball away when Blackburn were in an attacking position. And uh, Dean, it's it's not something we've seen Dan do very often, but he literally came out right to the edge of his box, double double punch, Superman sort of style, um, and clears his lines. Well, it's this, um, if you could say, rejuvenation of Dan Bentley since it, since he's come back. I think, uh, again, he's, he's, he's up there for a man of a match with me. He did everything right today. He's looking more dominant. And in fact, I don't know if you heard the uh, post-match interview on Radio Bristol, but Nigel, they asked him about, you know, his captain. And he said, well, he said, he, you know, he, he fell out with me. He wouldn't, I wouldn't be on his Christmas card list. But he said the one thing about the guy, he said he, he put the hard work in at training. He supported the lads. And yeah, and he said, that's what I expect, someone of his calibre to come back. And I think, um, yeah, perhaps he's, he's listened to he's listened to that because we, we've, we've all appreciated his his you know ability to save save shots and whatever I mean spectacular saves mm. but that domination in the box so I think I think since he's come back if dropping him has done that I think it was probably a good move but a testament to him because how many players let their head go down come back and sulk but he's come back with a great attitude and as I said he's had man of the match performances hasn't he yeah okay 65th minute you've alluded to it is Semenyo off Naki Wells on a bit of um, a bit of a surprise for for some people, I think, because um, you know we know what Semenyo is capable of, but equally we know what Naki Wells is capable of. But Semenyo didn't look too pleased to come yeah. off, and uh, I think Nigel Pearson tried to have a few words, and he sort of you know tried to get past him and sit down as quickly as possible. Um, given that we were struggling to get the crosses in, you know, some people might have thought maybe Martin comes off, but Matt, we've been in this position a few times, and it's a it's a it's a difficult decision. I think Nigel Pearson really trusts Chris Martin, um, both from a, an attacking point of view, but also defensively, like we've talked about before. Anton wasn't having his best game, um, but I think when you've got a player of his ability, you always think that even on his, his poorer games, there could be a moment of magic from him. Um, I do wonder whether, I'm pretty sure in the last game, he was close to not making it. He'd had a knock or wasn't feeling very well or whatever. So that, that could have come into it, to be fair. Pearson might have thought he could only last so long um, and, and he made the choice. And, you know, let's, let's be fair about it. Naki Wells should be a more than adequate forward replacement. So, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. 67th minute. Hanno Masengo does really well to block a shot, moves the ball forward. And it's a great cross from Jada Silva, but uh, there's no capitalisation on that. And then Masengo gives the ball away really cheaply um, and Blackburn don't take the opportunity. It was a, it was a forward thinking move, Dean. Um, Masengo sort of had 
two options to, to take it forward, to pass it to, um, I think it was Matty James just inside him, but he just gives it straight straight to Blackburn. No, he laid it, laid it inside straight to their man, didn't he? And it was blatant because it turned over the play and they just went on the attack and left us really short. No, I thought I thought Han looked off, off, of, the, off of the pace today when he came on. Obviously, we're going to talk about the penalty, but... Uh, um, he's 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 done that a few times now. I mean, he's I don't mind the lad trying stuff and whatever, but it seems to me I feel a bit sorry for him. He makes blatant mistakes, and often it costs us. Um, but today, no, I think I, as I said, you've mentioned Alex Scott, uh, Semenya going off early, and Han Noah are three big kind of you know hopes to hang on to in the summer. I thought I thought they were all off weather today. I thought uh, so. Let's hope the scouts are watching today. That might keep them there for another season. It's funny with Han Noah because. He seems to do something really, really well in a move. Yeah. And he did with that. Drives forward. And then the actual easy bit of it, I mean, it looked to me like he wanted to go long across the pitch. And whether he just didn't see the Blackburn player, but it was almost a perfect pass into him. And in the end, Bentz has to make a good save. But, you know, and he holds his hand up. But Pearson won't, won't put up with that. Um, no. And he's done that a number of times. So he's got to sort that out of his game because it, it will end up costing his place. So good crossing from... Jada Silva in the 69th minute again uh, to Martin, who finds Naki Wells, who doesn't spin and shoot, spins and passes, um, mm. which you expect Naki Wells to uh, to do a bit better in that situation. Um, 72nd minute, n- nervous moments when a cross comes shot from Kadra, comes in from the left, right-footed, and the swinger hits the crossbar. So, uh, Dean, we started to see Blackburn get a few opportunities and... The Blackburn crowd was certainly up for it at that point, and uh, there was a few refereeing decisions that they didn't quite like at that moment. But um, yeah, nervous moments. No, they they certainly had the impetus then, and I think if they'd have scored, uh, yeah, there would have only been one winner. It was a case of us trying to stay in the game. Um, going back to going, you mentioned the referee. I thought he had a strange game today. Um, I've got a feeling that lads from Taunton, you know, he's oh, right. he's. He's he's he refereed. He, the reason I'm saying it, I'm sure he refereed our Sunday league games. I've followed <laughs> his career. He looks he looks. The, I mean, he was a youngster then, but he he's refereed us. I think four times this season, and I just think he's got a kind of a wreck in him. I mean, today it was a bit erratic. His refereeing as well. I mean, at the penalty, you don't ch- tug shirts, whatever. But uh, I thought I thought um, I thought he was looking a bit kind of nervous with the game as well. But yeah, going back to Blackburn. Um, they were putting on the pressure then. Ironically, I think you'll come to it now. Uh, we went up the other end and I think had our first shot on target in the 75th minute. I mean, that was the first yeah. shot on target. It shows us shows how much threat we were actually putting on their goal. Good segue. 75th minute. Good chance for Matty James. The ball comes in from Jada Silva. It's, this time it's Wells cushioning a header. Finds James on the edge of the box, but his left-footed shot doesn't really trouble the goalkeeper. And straight from that, there was a really well-timed tackle from closer just after that. Matt, um, you know what he's capable of. I think he could have done a little bit better, but it was on target. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was a greatest shot, was it? I mean, good move, great play from Naki Wells. Um, I don't know if he was trying to be a little bit too precise with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the keeper's saving that all day long. But you also have to say credit to him. He's in the position. He's driving forward edge of the box to be able to create that. And that's, that's what we're asking our midfielders to do, isn't it? So I'm not going to be overcritical with him, but I think he will be disappointed that he didn't uh, he didn't force the keeper into a better save there. A number of times we've said uh, so far, and we'll come on to a few more, where Jada Silva's getting forward and getting good yeah. crosses in. Um, it's something we've really missed, isn't it? He's He's been really consistent the last four or five games. Um, almost the point, I would say, that he's probably playing the best for with his Bristol City career, um, you know, and obviously that's been blighted by some some serious injuries. But yeah, he's 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 looking more more composed on the board, isn't he? Um, and and actually defensively, we're not seeing him targeted as much in and you know that that being a real a real sort of thorn in the side. So yeah, I, I've been really really impressed with Jada. So he's been up there for my man in a match over the last sort of three four games. So yeah, yeah. 80th minute, Rob Atkinson this time with an interception. And it was a really crucial one, Dean. Um, Blackburn got away down the right-hand side and put a cross. If they get the cross in, I'm not sure which striker it was, but there was someone in there relatively unmarked to uh, to have a shot on goal. Yeah, I think it was Gallagher beyond him. And I think Gallagher was was giving um, giving Atkinson the runaround most of the game. And I was pleased for him because I thought he was really off the pace in the first half. And uh, 
um, arguably at fault for for the for you know for the corner chance there. But no, it was a great interception. Going back to Jada Silva, I make my point again. I think he's looking he's looking you know good down the left hand side because t- sides are targeting our weak side, which is the right hand side. Um, he's from a selfish point of view, he's probably you know he loves it the fact they're playing their forwards at right back because I mean obviously that's where the you know, Boya did it last week. He would he would target target our you know weak side. But no, Jada Silva. Thank thankfully, we know he's a we know he's an excellent footballer, and you know he can't change his height or anything. So I mean, that's an excuse you can't level against him. But now he's doing what we think, and he's solid. He's solid at the back, but he's coming forward, and that's where his main strength is. Eighty second minute, a really innocuous penalty it seemed, but on the replay, um, there is a short shirt pull from Masengo, which, as you say, you can't do. Dan Bentley's well positioned and uh, a, f- a fairly poor penalty from Bradley Dack. But you've seen those goals, those shots go in where you sort of just go straight down the middle. But um, Dan Bentley has to make a save and does. Uh, and shortly after that, Dak misses a sitter when a cross comes in from Kadra. Um, and the game's gone absolutely frantic in that last 10 minutes, Matt. But uh, Bentley was uh, in position. Yeah, I mean, if you watch the penalty, he, he just makes a little movement as if he's going one way. Um, and obviously, that fox is Dak. Um, he's trying to just be sure with his placement. I'm not sure that it's one that he's trying to drive down the middle. I think he's just trying to you know, put it the other side of Bentley. Um, and he guesses right. And not, not only does he guess right, but he actually manages to hold on to the ball to stop it coming back out. Um, and when I saw that Dak was coming on, and, you know, <laughs> fair, fair play to the guy because he's had two horrendous knee injuries. Um, so it's, it's good to see him back for them. Um, Someone that I thought it. we would sign eventually. Yeah, I mean, probably not now. Um, and we, we missed the boat there, didn't we? But mm. he's um, he's one of those players, he, if, if he does regain his full fitness, he's going to score goals. Um, yeah. But yeah, from our point of view, I'm just glad that uh, he, he fluffed his lines a little bit and probably, again, was his first game back, a bit, bit too soon for him. And strange, yeah. really, to give him the penalty in such a big game, mm. having not scored for so long. It was almost strange like to give. It was almost yeah. like written in the stars, wasn't it? Almost, yeah. But it's kind of was it just an emotional decision as opposed yeah. to a football one, really? So it's a bit of a strange one, a bit of a strange one. But obviously, glad for us and Bentley proving his value again. And it's interesting. Dean, I've not I've not seen or heard Nigel Pearson's comments about Dan Bentley. Dan Bentley kind of made it clear there was no falling out. Um, you know, he's, he's kind of accepted the manager's decision and got on with it. I think he's been absolutely top drawer since he's come back in. Um, yeah. back, Nigel, back to his best. Back to his best. Nigel Pearson did say something in the post-match about it wasn't anything to do with a disciplinary reason. The comment of yeah. it's the same rule for everyone was just on a performance basis. Right. Okay. Um, Which, I, I, you know, we said at the time, um, we were conceding an awful lot of goals. We know we've got a number one in Max O'Leary. And, and at the time, for that first game back, I thought it was the right choice to make. Um, yeah. I thought he probably delayed bringing him back in um, sooner than he should have yeah. done. But since he's come back in, he's been absolutely top draw. He's probably got eight out of ten each game so far. Just on the penalty front, who, Matt, who would yeah. take a penalty? Who would take a penalty? <laughs> Chris, 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 Chris Martin. Yeah, Chris Martin. Right. He t- he, I'm sure he. T- I'm sure he took the one at Cov, but I think he's on pens. Yeah, oh, yeah. So he's on the pitch. He's on the pitch. It'd be him. Uh, I don't know. After that, I mean, well, Wells, Wells, Wells did a little Wells, chip, missed, didn't he? He's missed a couple, <laughs> hasn't he? So I don't think you'd want him. But Andy yeah. Vyman, maybe. He's yeah, on, yeah, he's on, yeah. You know, Good on shape. fire. We can, but dream. We can, but dream. Yeah. Um, into the 86th minute and. Uh, Dan Bentley gets booked for time wasting and the Blackburn f- fans at this point are absolutely frantic. There's a few decisions that's, that may have gone against them. Dean, I mean, they could have had one or two more penalties, I think. Yeah, well, well Tin said that, that that second penalty shout was probably more obvious than the, than the shirt pull. Um, mm. No, that would have been, that would have been absolutely a gutter, wouldn't it, to, to, to give them a second chance at that. But I was also surprised that Bradley T- Dat was given that opportunity. I mean, you, you'd, you'd expect that somebody on the pitch would have that responsibility. Yeah. It shows how important he is for them coming back. But no, at that stage, I was just thinking, blow the whistle, ref. I just want, I just want a clean sheet, nil-nil, any day of the week. Yeah. And I, um, I don't know if you noticed, actually, going back to the penalty, the Bradley Dak penalty, uh, Closer was quite close to Bradley Dak when he took that penalty. He'd encroached in the box a fair bit. 
So, uh, yes, there was a high risk of that one having to be retaken. 88th minute, Joe Williams and Jada Silva working really well to force an opportunity. Um, But this time it's Chris Martin that just can't quite get his shot away. And you just think, just poke at it. Just poke your toe at it, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Frustrating. Again, good movement. The Silva involved again. Williams, who I thought, I I, I genuinely thought he might be one to come off because he was looking a little bit leggy. Um, but kept kept the place and it, and it was a good move and yeah you just you just wanted to stick his foot out and and put it in didn't you get and something on it then you, yeah you then kind of thought maybe that was it maybe that was our chance yeah 90th minute drink up these ciders ringing around Ewood Park with four minutes injury time going up uh, 91st minute a great opportunity for Joe Williams but it goes over the bar again the cross comes in from Jada Silva uh, and again more opportunities created down that left-hand side. But yeah, an opportunity for Joe Williams just to get his foot over it, Dean. But um, yeah, over the bar. Well, like I've said, uh, (laughs) he didn't have his shooting boots on today, but it actually came to our benefit a moment or two (laughs) later. But I thought that was our last chance. And if anything, I thought, great, time-wasting, we'll we'll, we'll kill it out down that that end. But what came next was quite remarkable, wasn't it? 93rd minute, the ball is held up really well by Naki Wells in the box. He lays it back to Joe Williams, who shanks a shot in the right direction. of right wing-back Andy Vyman, and Andy Vyman volleys the ball on the spin, right-footed, into the goal, and uh, the crowd go wild. And, Matt, we've seen some moments over the years, but uh, what a reward for the travelling support. What a goal for Andy Vyman. Brilliant goal. I, th- I think you've both been a bit harsh there. I thought it was absolutely exquisite outside of the <laughs> pass from Joe Williams. The, you know, if that was Ronaldo and Messi, we'd be talking about it. But yeah, I mean, that's that's where your luck comes into it, isn't it? I mean, it was a really tired effort from Joe Williams. Um, Vyman's sort of ability and the way his body shape, his connection on the shot is perfect. And just watching Joe Williams, you see the oh. disappointment from his shot to then delight. And Naki Wells, Naki Wells is disappointment in Joe Williams yeah. as well. I noticed. Yeah, exactly. But what, what a finish from Vyman and goes back to what we said at the start and, and funny enough, Dave Febbs um, made a comment about the fact that, you know, trust the process and it's what happens at the end of the 90 minutes and Pearson was kind of right in a way with the Vyman. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say I still agree with that, that move, but <laughs> as it was, your right wing back's exactly where you want him to be, isn't it? You know, he's, he's up there um, and it's a, a striker's finish. So, yeah, Pearson, you know, it's it's a a tick to, to Pearson for that one because it was a... But what a goal. And like you said, Patch, for, I've done the Blackburn trip a number of times and it's a hell of a drive. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't have been a, the nicest of days out there. Um, and that's, that is a, a brilliant reward for those, what was it, 480-odd fans that have travelled. So... Yeah, great, great credit for the noise they were making um, and what a reward, yeah. And Dean, uh, obviously you were watching it in South Africa with, with Baby in Bouncer. Did the, uh, did, the, did the Baby bounce for that goal? I tell you what, she was glued to that second half. Like she knew something was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> um, I've got in trouble from the misses a few times because I go mad when City score and I've, I've, I've made her cry a few times. But this time I've I remember to those days. myself. It was <laughs> well. It's always a good problem to have. We don't have, have it very often, unfortunately. But no, what a, what an incredible finish at the end of the day. I mean, any, anyone who's played football, you know, a ball spinning away as it was. And you boys were at Cardiff. It reminded me of the Cardiff finish, of course. I mean, it's a very similar kind of technique. He got over the ball, um, you know, the volley that came across. But that was a different goal. I mean, that was a, that was a purposeful cross. This one was spinning away. But I. You're talking about the crowd. It was quite funny because uh, my mum was watching it. She's down here with us. And she said, cool, City didn't take many away with them. If you notice, there was about eight people in the lower stand. I don't know why they've broken away from the upper stand. And I said, no, there's a few more up above. But it was so funny because it looked like eight people behind the goal. And that was it. But I love the reaction. They went mad. If you you saw the, the video that was on Twitter, someone in the crowd, you could see all the players, literally. It must have been closer at the back. As soon as that hit the net, they just ran to him. They ran to the corner and I just felt that that was really a weight lifted off of them. I mean, I mean, they probably had a bad week. They'd been under the cosh and yeah, it was fantastic to see that togetherness again, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so 17 goals, eight assists now for Andy Vyman. Only Mitrovic has more goal involvements. That's goals and assists combined. Um, 
So you know how much we missed him last season, Matt, and he's come back with a bang. I think Dean said it right at the start. He's just so professional. Um, I'm sure he didn't want to play in that position today, but I'm also sure that he wouldn't have given Nigel Pearson any kind of grief about it. Um, and he's rewarded. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you can say about him that we haven't already said. He sets the tempo, he's professional, and he's showing the quality this season that perhaps we haven't seen since he's been with us, really. But again, he's a player that, even under Lee Johnson, he was moved around, didn't get given you know, a run of games straight down the middle. Um, yeah, I, I can't speak highly enough for the bloke. I think he is, he's absolute quality, absolute okay. quality. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, you obviously were in transit um, for some of this and were able to watch most of it. But um, I, yeah. I took on the mantle of doing the ratings. So I'll give yeah. my views, which I don't I didn't like doing this. I've got to be honest. It's <laughs> really, yeah. really alien welcome, for me. Welcome to my world. Yeah. So I've, so I'll just go through the, the back six first of all if you like so bentley okay. bentley i've gone eight was assured came out made some great saves uh really in important point blank save saved the penalty so it's an eight if not a nine for bentley oh, do you want to just to touch on bentley first 100 percent nine clean clean sheet and made it's a really big sheet. save yeah penalty save um okay. brave performance yeah for me it's a nine yeah yeah dean yeah, yeah, it was it was my man of the match again. I thought he was okay. fantastic yeah. again. He was solid, yeah. Okay, right. So that's a nine. Jada Silva, I've gone eight. So I thought he he was someone who was getting forward, getting the crosses in. That's his that seems to be his favorite position is is his left wing back gets forward really well. No, no, uh okay, yeah, we're right with that one. Closer um was was a was a difficult one. He was knocking on an eight, but maybe just about a seven because of Jada Silva being an eight. Um, then Cundy first first start. I thought he was assured. Um, I'd like to see him getting forward for corners and making a bit more of an impact, but that will hopefully come. Um, so I've gone eight as well for Cundy. Um, Atkinson was a tough one. Um, he was knocking on an eight as well. The, the three of them were great, um, but I think just about a seven. I think for the for the chance for the corner, he um, you know maybe didn't didn't trying to light on himself too well there so seven for Atkinson and then Vyman I've, I think without the goal it was probably a seven but um, the fact that he's scored that winning goal and it was a tough one I've gone eight for him so Bentley nine Jada Silva eight closer seven Cundy eight Atkinson seven Vyman eight Matt so I can I can see Matt he's thumbs up for that but Dean I, I can tell you what, Matt, if this boy was doing this every week, the, the team average would be <laughs> nine this season. I mean, talk He's about got a bit, glass, hasn't he? You know, talk about glass half full. I mean, I'm I'm more like you. I'm more like you. I must admit, I tend to go down. The only one I contend with there is, is Rob Atkinson. I just felt, certainly in the first half, he was off the pace. I thought Gallagher gave him a real runaround. He kept getting in on the inside of him. Um, I... Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go six if that's what you expect. I think he'd certainly improve. We know he's coming back. That was the, that would be the only one I contend. I think he was out of the out of the three central lads. I thought he was he was probably the weaker of the three. Uh, Cundy, great great uh, first first match. Did what he needed to do. Um, yeah, no, that they, they. I would I would have probably gone seven seven closer seven Cundy uh, six for Rob. That's that's if it was me. And I think Matt would have probably done that because he's a bit tighter with his scores as well. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a little bit less generous. So, yeah, yeah. I, probably, I probably would have done the same. I guess Cundy, because it's his first game at this level starting, it, it worries me a little bit with Cundy because you almost kind of feel as though the next game, he might not even be in the squad. Mm. And actually, not as far as, you know, that I was at. He, he was the, the probably the pick of our defenders. Um, so I hope that he stays around. But okay. I'm, um, yeah, I, I, I would go with probably on that basis an eight for him. But yeah, six for Atkinson. Yep. Okay. Right. Scott, I've gone five. I thought it was, uh, he set the bar very high with his performances. Um, Absolutely. And yeah. I think, uh, I think five is, is okay for Scott. Joe Williams, I've gone seven. I just really liked his endeavor. I think he, he he's had a couple of games where he's been obviously, you know, predictably off the pace, but I think he's slowly coming back into the groove. So I've gone seven, Joe Williams, Matt James. I still don't think he is at, the expected level of performance, but that will come again with match match fitness. So I've gone five for James. So Scott five, Williams seven, James five, Dean. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm having that. I thought James was was anonymous, but sometimes some of his best work is when he's when he's doing the doggies. But uh, no, no, um, I thought Joe Williams was. He's not back there a hundred percent. You can see that. Have we ever seen a hundred percent Joe Williams? If we do, we're going to have one heck of a player. But I thought today he was driving the game. He was going forward, and uh, yeah, those few runs at the end, as you said, I mean, he, he was still in the game in the ninetieth minute. So I'm happy with that. Okay, um, Matt, happy with that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then Martin and Semenya. I've got Martin seven. I think he held the ball up well and was unselfish when he needed to be. And Semenya six. Um, yeah, it's. Maybe even a five for Semenyo. Yeah, I think like you talked about the bar that Alex Scott has set, I think Semenyo has done the same. And yeah. I think he fell below his own his own sort of expectation. So I think it's a five okay. as well. Martin seven, Semenyo five, Dean. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Okay. Nigel Pearson, I've gone eight. He made a really brave decision um, playing Andy Weiman where he played him. I think looking at that starting lineup, with the exception of somehow getting Pring into the team, um, I think that's exactly how I would have lined up, you know, keeping Scott in, in the midfield where he's been so, so good. Um, having Williams and James in some, some selection there with, with Cundy coming in, he could have gone with a four. And I think it was the right, the right selection. And and also the substitutions for me were made at the right time. Uh, so I've gone an eight for Pearson. It's a one nil away victory, clean sheet, first clean sheet in a while. Matt, I'd probably go seven if I'm honest with you. Um, okay, I'll let I, the... I, I, I only in so much as I think if, and it's you know the old adage if me auntie adds she'd be my uncle. But <laughs> if if the penalty goes in and we end up losing the game one nil, then question marks probably do get asked about Andy Vyman. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. so I feel a little bit like that Blackburn probably with a better side overall. Um, so yeah, I, I I'd go seven, but okay, I understand you? I understand the eight. Well, you know me, I'm like Matt. Yes, yeah, seven, <laughs> seven, because... <laughs> no, no, you're, you're exactly right, though, Matt. Can you imagine that he would have had pelters if that uh, that got yeah. him? One, one nil, putting your top striker at right back. Um, yeah. And the fact that, I mean, he, fair play to him in his interview. You could see he was being ironic when he said, well, these things were, you know, I treat victory and defeat in the same breath and, uh, you know, could have gone either way. He knew that. He knew that. I mean, it was yeah. fortunate the way it went. Are we going to mark, I was going to say, we're going to mark Wells and Han Noah? Well, we only usually mark people who have been on the pitch for 45 minutes or more. But, you know, I would say Wells was a, was a strong seven. Um, Masengo, probably five. Five, five. yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, rattle through a few tweets. Thank you for the engagement on Twitter, at 3PIAPC. Um Zeal Services said, can we please mention how good Robbie Cundy was today? I think we've done that. Some assist from from Jim Patrick for, for Joe Williams. Yate Red, we didn't create much, but we were better than them, to be fair. Didn't miss Callas as Cundy and Atkinson were superb. Naki looked sharp. Forgot what it feels like to win away up the city. Uh, Darren Young, unbelievable end to the game. Should be safe now. One of the most important summers in our history ahead of us. Matt, I don't know if you want to pick up on that. You you were a bit nervous in the last podcast that we still weren't safe, but are we safe? Yeah, I said to you, didn't I, in, the, in our pre-chat while we were waiting for, for Dean. Um, so nice segue. Um, yeah, I, I actually do feel we are now. I think the, the gap between Barnsley, Peterborough um, and Derby and us now is is just too much. And it's not like any of them are in the form to to win the number of games that they would need to. Um, and I think that this will give us a confidence boost. So yeah, I, I do think that today's victory is probably just just. An, I don't don't get me wrong. I don't think we'll still need some more points, but I now feel that mm. that, that has enabled us to, to to remain in the league. And like whoever it was that said apologies, it's a massive massive summer. Um, Steve Steve Lansdowne, financial fair play comes into what I know, but. There's a lot of decisions to be made about players going, potentially paying up some other contracts, I guess, in, in the, the Danny Simpson, Adam Nash type mould, um, and then getting in the players that we know that we need. Um, and that's, that's again, a, a bit of a, not so much a goalie, but certainly a spine of the rest of the team, I think. Um, and there was another tweet from uh, Dean. But um, we've we've had we've had Dean's comments. Uh, actually, Ian Gay tweeted as well. Spot on. Three mega stars um, appear to be reading their own media press. I feel so. Yeah, just I was talking about corners and free kick deliveries um, today not being good enough. Um, 
yeah thanks so much to everyone for the engagement on twitter um there were some others there but i'm scrolling through and i know we're against the clock so matt we're gonna let you get your connecting flight where are you off to now um we're off to chicago for three nights um and then yeah then from very good yeah (laughs) then from chicago we go to washington uh then washington to san fran and then we end up in los angeles so yeah we've got about another 10 days or so nice so yeah very brilliant. nice well have a lovely time and we'll be back chatting about the barnsley game on probably on wednesday yeah on wednesday yeah. dean thanks yeah. so much for for coming on um and continue to enjoy the newborn and and married life sir no thank you chaps it's uh always always nice to uh to touch base again i think that's my 100 percent winning um ratio continued by the way we didn't mention it that, is so. mate yeah, yeah, it definitely there, is. Yeah, there was no, there was no way I could put that down. I was expecting that <laughs> Blackburn away, that's for sure. But bring me on again when we're going for the playoffs next year. Right? <laughs> well, 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 for hope... a minute, Dean, I thought you were going to see this year. So <laughs> yeah, well, we'll hope to see you in person at some point this year. Yeah, 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 look forward to it. I'll be over in the summer, hopefully. And uh, you have a good trip around the states, Matt. Thanks, Thank great. You, Thank Thank you, Thanks, everybody. Take care. We'll be back soon. On Bristol City, on Bristol City, on Bristol City, way up the lead. You nearly blew it, we know you've been through it, but you can do it, give us the gold. There'll always be a Bristol and City is the team To get into the first again Will always be our dream We're proud of Bristol City They play in wind and rain To hear the crowd or shout aloud The City scores again My eyes have seen the glory of the goals a city score And we want to see them score in just a half a dozen more When the ball goes in the net, me boys, you'll want to hear us roar Our team goes marching on Glory, glory, Bristol City Glory, glory, Bristol City Glory, glory, Bristol City Our team goes marching on Glory, glory, Bristol City, our team goes marching.